I've read several articles showing that the brain is a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. Now, myelin in the brain wraps around the nerves that transmit impulses like ideas and directions for your arm to move. It's like insulation, which grows with use. The more you have, the better the insulation, and the faster this electrical impulse travels through your brain. After Einstein died, they took a look at his brain and supposedly found a disproportionately higher amount of myelin in it. Since the brain continues to be studied, there are still a lot of questions. Do we really only use 10% of our brain capacity as one scientist hypothesized? If you're young, you'll probably hear a lot more over the coming 20 or so years as more research comes out about the brain. We know in the book you have to be a decision maker. I don't believe you have to be someone who craves to make decisions, but rather you can't just sit there on your thumbs forever and expect things to magically happen. Now, there was an old Italian joke about a religious man who prays before the statue of a great saint for the grace to win the lottery. He did it every day for many weeks. Finally, the exasperated saint comes to life, looks down at the begging man and says in weary disgust, My son, please, 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 just buy a ticket. Well, we can think all we want, make no decisions, and ask the question, why the heck hasn't anything happened? But you have to be able to make decisions and take action, or you'll be lost. Napoleon is clear that thinking is powerful, but action is powerful and required. Some or many of you may have heard of mastermind groups, which have been around much longer than I ever knew. They've taken on various forms. I remember my brother-in-law being part of the Young Presidents Organization, or YPO. If I remember correctly, it's for those under a certain age running a company with over so many millions of dollars in sales and so many employees. By most standards, these individuals are financially successful business people. The idea was to share ideas and bring questions to the group where others could gain assistance insights, creative solutions, and more. It's another type of mastermind group, and he clearly found value in the feedback of those in the group who have been through similar situations. Having someone shed light on a situation that you've never seen before can be the difference between success and failure. As for working on your subconscious, I can't seem to stress this enough because it's personal for me. I know how it undermines several things in my life, so I've become much more aware about how the subconscious can really tear you down or build you up. Elite athletes are oftentimes cited as having a mindset that helps them excel beyond their talent or outperform others. Visualizing those things you want in your life and simply feeding your subconscious positive thoughts can help. There are many ways to do it. What do you have to lose? I intentionally skipped over transmutation in the podcast. If you're an adult, it's an interesting concept Napoleon proposes if you have the time to Google it on your own. I'll leave it at that. As for fear, it can be paralyzing, and it isn't necessarily easy to get past, but it's a real part of our lives. As kids, we can fear Splash Mountain, giving a speech in front of a group of people, or getting a shot in the arm. Most of us have been there. I read an interesting story I shared with Mac and G several months ago. There was a parent who was telling the story about their son and how he was bullied at school. He was afraid and they were trying to get him help, 
which included the typical responses, tell the teacher, punch the bully in the nose, or only go places with your friends. Then they read about freezing out the bully. You take a Ziploc bag, fill it with water, write the name of the person you want frozen out of your life. You do that on a piece of paper and put it in the bag. Then you put the bag in the freezer and freeze out that person so they no longer have any effect on your life. In this instance, it was the feared bully. They followed the steps and voila, a week later, the bully was no longer an issue. I told the story to Grant and Mac, and after a fight I had with Grant, I heard a drawer open, then the water started, and finally the door to the freezer slammed shut. You can figure out the rest. But hearing that, I went back and I apologized to Grant. And that was confirmation to him it worked in the Jones family. Does it work? It appears it worked for the person in the story and for Grant. Sounds like there was a lot of fear and an attempt to take back control and work through it. Who knows what thoughts really can do? Now, just because we can't prove it doesn't mean it's not true. Germs were discovered 160 years ago, but does that mean they weren't real before that? One final item before I close. Christy and I watched The Secret, Dare to Dream, this past weekend. Now, Christy is a Hallmark junkie, and the underlying concept of this movie is about the power of your thoughts, which is The Secret. If you get a chance to watch it, I'd recommend it, especially if you like the Hallmark Channel. Thank you for another great season. I'm looking forward to season number nine, and I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, thank you for all your support. Thanks for listening. I'll see you again next season for more Money with Mac and G.